0: Hey, welcome in to the Craig Houston podcast, where we talking about the real estate scoop for your week, man. We're looking at January 2nd. Happy new year to you all. You already know who's my favorite guest to have on for the real estate scoop. It's my man, Oscar Avila. Hey, how you doing today,
1: Oscar? Happy new year to you. Happy new year, Craig. And I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for having me on again on your podcast. Hey, no problem. Hey, I really want to start first and foremost by
0: congratulating Oscar. Once again, if you have not followed him at Oscar, the loan officer on IG, I really want you to because Oscar has just now closed another deal. And I want to congratulate you right before 2023 started. You got it done again, my friend. Congratulations.
1: Thank you, Craig. Yep. Definitely ended uh, the end of the year on a good note, which is awesome.
0: So we're going to get into a story today that we heard a lot of noise made about over the last couple of days. Uh, If you haven't been hearing, interest rates may have ticked up a little bit and it's got a little people in a little bit of a concern and a little hissy fit right now. So we're going to talk about this today and that's going to be our major focus is uh, talking about interest rates and how you as a buyer or seller are affected in this market today. So let's talk about it a little bit here. Oscar, we talked about uh, before we came on the interest rates did go up a little bit to about six percent, six and a half percent on conventional and FHA and VA both coming in around about six percent.
1: Yep, yeah, that's right. Um, the how I price it out was, uh, you know, three hundred thousand dollar sale price of the home was seven eighty credit. And uh, that's an income ratio of like around 40 percent and uh, area code of uh, Virginia Beach. So those are interest rates for our area. You know, it could be different for, you know, somewhere else. Cool. So, you
0: know, like I, said, I sent you an article and a, a video today about what we saw uh, the media cycle talking about, and I kind of want to just show the audience. If you're listening to this on stream, don't worry, you're going to hear the audio just fine and crystal clear. But I really want to talk about what is some of the things that they're pointing out in these media outlets, and what is it the inverse reality that we're looking at today. So let's get into the video uh, that CNBC released. A little bit earlier today, and let's get into it. Let me share my screen. If you don't share your screen, Craig, they won't see it. So let's do this right here, and that is boom. All right, so here we go.
2: Housing market, which is ending the year on a low note. In fact, some historically low numbers. Diana Olo joins us now with uh, more on the housing pain and what could be ahead in 2023. Diana. Well, Melissa, if this week's data is any indication of what the new year will bring for housing, then the market may be in for a rough winter. Let's start with mortgage rates, which had been easing up recently off the highs at the end of October when the 30-year fix flew well over 7 percent. Just two weeks ago, it was all the way down to 6.13 percent, which was the lowest since early September. Then it started climbing again and really shot up in just the last week, now six and a half now that won't help going forward and the drop in november apparently didn't help pending sales much those pending sales which are signed contracts dropped a wider than expected four percent month to month and we're down 37.8 percent. so let's
0: stop it right there oscar let's talk about this for a second so we've seen pending home sales decline another month this is actually the sixth consecutive month that pending home sales have dropped which means that More people are not putting in offers on homes and more homes are not going under contract month over month, which is a decline about 4% now. But then also we've seen where interest rates declined a little bit right before the Christmas holiday. And now they're starting to tick up a little bit as a loan officer. How does this actually affect mortgage applications overall?
1: I mean, uh, Craig, yeah, so uh, on the first part, yeah, so uh, having, uh, you know, less homes going under contract, um, less, you know, homes for sale on the market, um, it definitely affects, you know, mortgage applications because people are, you know, right now are hesitant on applying for a home, making large purchases because of inflation and because of this like looming recession that we're in. So you know,
0: a really good uh, thing that I've been doing lately as um, as an agent trying to understand what's going on inside these markets is when I'm doing my agent previews on new listings that come to the market. I'm actually going back and pulling comps on these homes as well to make sure that how did the agent get to the price that they're getting to? And honestly, I'm not trying to throw anyone underneath the bus or anything of that sort. But in the last four listings that I've viewed, they've all been overpriced. They've all actually taken price reductions because they haven't listed the property right. And have you seen anything with like appraisal values coming in lower than what the offer was for for the purchase agreement?
1: So um, so I'm fairly new in the industry, Craig. So I've only done like two transactions and the two transactions when, uh, you know, they're both one with a VA and one was conventional. And uh, they both appraised out at the sell price of the home, which was, you know, great for um the buyer.
0: That's right. It's, it's perfect for the buyer, which is ideal because we don't want them to ever be in a situation where they're upside down in their home as they walk into it. And then the price reductions that we're continuing to see across the market actually brings their value down. So I think that it's very interesting that we're seeing these pending home sales continue to go down, but now we're seeing interest rates starting to spike a little bit. Now, here's the thing when I talk about interest rates with a lot of people, and maybe this is something that you have a conversation with we don't know what interest rates are really going to do
1: no we don't we don't nobody knows what interest rates are going to do you know uh all we really can you know hope for is that inflation cools down this next year and maybe it could help you know uh interest rates go down a little bit but yeah as of right now craig nobody can predict what the market's going to do oscar I'm, I'm i'm more
0: so a fan of obviously telling people if you know that that, that life is motivating you to either purchase. Or sell, don't let interest rates be their determining factor for what you do. Because if you do that, you're going to, if interest rates go to 9%, you're going to be upset with yourself that you didn't purchase at six.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, is, that, that, is that fair? No, that's completely fair. You know, you either, uh, you know, don't make a move and interest rates go up. Oh, well, you, you know, you make a move, interest rates stay the same and you're good. Or, you know, you make a move, you buy a home, interest rates go down, you can refinance. You know, uh, I think there's one thing if you want to buy or, you know, sell your home, you just got to act on it. You can't just, you know, wait around and beat around the bush. So one of the things
0: that I've been seeing lately is a lot of people are trying to either one, still push the the fear factor of interest rates going to 10% or more. And like, I've, I think I've said on this podcast, if I'm not clear on if I said it or not, let me just make sure I, I bring it back up again. I feel like, We are not out of the clear yet when it comes to interest rates, but there's a path forward where we could be, but we also have to wait a couple more months to figure this out. And I think the Fed is doing just the exact same thing. And those months that I believe that we have to get through are like March, April, and June timeframe, according to the CPI data, where we want to see those months have have extinguished and cooled over year over year lapse versus what we've seen the previous year, because each one of those months was either 1% or more in the inflation growth. And we don't want to see that again. So, right now, yeah, okay. I think okay. a lot of people are starting to fear we may be going back that direction where we still have to worry about those months. But I think we're, as we get data in, maybe that data subsides some of the fear that we're feeling. And maybe that's why we're seeing the 30 year treasury starting to go up a little bit, like CNBC discussed.
1: Yeah, so with that, yeah, um it just comes down to data, you know, we just have to wait to see what's going to happen in the future and um that's the main thing that we have to like, you know, consider is just w- we have to like prepare ourselves for like what's to come.
0: So now, that so d- this is a perfect segue and before we get into the second half of that video, but what I really want to say is if you are if you're waiting to figure out what that data is going to be, is that the do you, in your opinion, do you think that's the ideal thing for someone to do who's either in the market to sell or in the market to buy?
1: Um, no, I wouldn't say so because, um, you know, if you want to buy a home, it's probably for a good reason. You know, you're probably, you know, having a family and you want, you know, extra space or you outgrew your current apartment or your home. You know, those are all things, you know, to take in consideration when buying a home. Uh, I always say the best time to purchase a home is when you're ready. Absolutely. You know, Don't let the market dictate what you're going to do with your life because a year from now, who knows what the market's going to do and interest interest rates will go down. You can refinance. And when it comes to selling a home, it just depends what stage you are in life. If you plan on moving somewhere else, you know, go ahead and sell your home. um, You know, don't let the market stop you from doing what you want to do. Man, Oscar, I'm glad you said that because as you was talking, I
2: was
0: like, man, this would be a great, Great thing to show as um, as we talk about this a little bit more to actually drive home this point of what we we're saying. Don't let the market dictate what you do. Understand what it is that you want to do because if you do, you want to never have a really an issue with whatever happened with the market, right? So I'm gonna pull the screen up real quick, and this is gonna probably make people go, uh, "What in the world?" Okay, so before I, I bring it up, what I want to say is Oscar is right. Don't, life is, is a motivating factor for either purchasing or selling a home. Usually every time there's a buy or sell of a home, there's actually some type of motivating event on either side of it, whether you was motivated because you're relocating, motivated because you outgrew a home and you need a bigger home, or maybe you wanted to buy a home and you just like, I'm tired of renting. I want to actually be an owner at this point in time. Interest rates are never the reason why you should consider any of these moves. And I'm going to show you a reason why. So let's check out this actual um, this actual screen right here, okay? This is the St. Louis Fred 30-year fixed rate mortgage average, okay? Now, a lot of people was waiting in 2022 for interest rates to slide even lower than what they were at this 2.2% time frame, right? So let's go. So you see in 2021, we was at 2.9. You see this 2.7 in August of 2021. And then this number started to slowly creep overall. And look how fast we went from, at the end of December of 2021, we was at 3.11, 3.5, 305, all the way now to what we peaked at 7. And now we're down at 6.42 average. To me, what that shows is that we are not going away from where we came from. We're, we're distancing ourselves away from that previous time frame. But remember, if you say, oh, I can just wait for it to go back down to 2%, it never went back down to 2%. And right now, statistically speaking, it's going higher. So is time really on your side for purchasing or is this, or even selling? Because even if selling, if the interest rates go higher, the more the seller has to give concessions for the buyer to actually be able to afford the home, like buyer buy downs and things that, sellers buy downs and things of this sort for interest rates. These are things that are being taken into concession right now. So even selling your home is not even predicated on interest rates going lower they can go higher and you can lose even more value out of your home yeah. and out of the equity that you're going to be able to take with you.
1: Yeah, Craig. Yeah. You're totally right on that. Yeah. Cause I, I you know, I didn't take consideration that, Oh yeah. Interest rates are going to go back down to two. Maybe we're, we'll, we'll probably never see that again. in, you know, probably in a couple of years, you know, in, de- in a couple of decades, you know, we're, we'll probably never see them go back down to the twos because I feel like, uh, we kind of learned our lesson for like, kind of stimulating the market and having low interest rates because there's a uh, Opposite or equal reaction to what's going to happen. So, uh, and the, the opposite and equal reaction that happened was, you know, inflation and then interest rates just skyrocketing up.
0: Yeah, So, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm advocating for those who are sitting on the sideline trying to figure out which one is better: selling my house now, hoping that interest rates comes down, or even buying right now, hoping that interest rates come down. What is your what data are you looking at that's telling you that either it's going to come down, or it's not going to stay the same, or it's not going to go higher, right? I think you're better. I think you're more inclined to be worst case scenario, and worst case scenario is it stays the same, right, it. or it goes higher. And if it goes mm-hmm. higher, do I want a higher payment, or do I want to lock in where I'm at right now? And then if the good news comes in where well, this thing drops to three, three and a half, four percent. You can refinance like you said then. But my thing is don't even worry about the refinancing.
1: Worry about where is it going to go later? And you don't know. Got it. The
0: uncertainty yeah. of
1: it. Um, Craig, I, I have a question for you. So, like you saying that uh, you know, sellers are like less motivated to like sell their home because of interest rates. Have you seen uh, you know, that affecting you on your day-to-day life, like trying to book uh sell, you know, sell selling appointments?
0: I think that I I have not seen it yet. Um, Like you said, like, you know, being new to the real estate business, it hasn't affected me a lot. But I can tell you a lot of people in my in my company are not affected by it. We're still seeing listings daily. Like people are going out and getting new listings. Hello, Craig. Sessions that may need to come across the board for you, right? You may have to buy the interest rate down for a year or two, or, or to make sure that the buyer can actually get into the home, or you're going to, have to pay all their, You're going to, have to give a lot of closing cost assistance to actually get the buyer across the finish line to make this an affordable pricing for them. Or there's also been talks. I've seen a lot of listings lately where people are saying, "Hey, you can um, you can assume my mortgage," right? Basically. Basically, that means if you have a VA or a FHA or a USDA loan, based on their interest rate, you can actually purchase the home, but you just got to outright buy the equity. So that way you can actually get into that loan as well. So these are all uh, selling tactics that we have to get into right now because we're in a different type of market. We was in a Go hot ahead. market then uh, where everything was on fire. You can basically put a listed sign in the, in the, in the yard and yeah. the same day is going to sell. And now we in 40, 60. 80 days of going by and you may not, and it may be because you had one, you priced it wrong or two, you haven't made no seller concessions yet.
1: And uh, do you see that a lot, uh, you know, having these, uh, getting these listings priced wrong? Like who who's fault is that? Is that the seller or is that the it agent? Can, it
0: could be, a, it could be both. It could be both. And I'll tell you the reason why I, I believe um, that agents, some agents want the business, right? We're all in, got the, it. We're all in the business. So some agents want the business and they don't want to tell their client that they're wrong. Some okay. clients don't want to listen to the agent because they think they they sit around and listen to podcasts mm-hmm. like this where they think they heard a lot of information about the market so they know what's really going on. Well, your agent is the SME, the subject matter expert. And then your client is the one who has the passion about their home and their equity, right? So you got to kind of make those relationships merge against each other because there are two, two different energies trying to come together and connect. And the thing is, I've walked to some properties, Oscar, and I can just tell you, man, like I walked one the other day and it was like 600, 609. And I'm like, it's no way this property gets 609. So I like, I'll go back and look at the property uh comparables and the house down the street. And here's the problem with a lot of so let me give you some insight here. Uh uh people who are listening to this who are homeowners and you're thinking about selling your company. It's not even about it's not even about the 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 previous history as much. You can go back and look. So here's the problem. In 2022, you had a lot of homes that was on the market right away. But let's say in your neighborhood nobody sold, but the last time somebody sold was in 2021. That still Got was it. a real it was a was an unparalleled time that we've seen mm-hmm. in any other market. So now you're comparing your house to some that sold in 2021, and now you're talking about the home in this, it's another home in your market in your neighborhood that's on sale now, and that's your competition. And your competition has listed their home over value, too. Right. So now you think that you're 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 beat, You're matching the competition. You're not. You're not matching what the, the market is looking for. And some and we do like these things where we talk about appraisals come in at about what one, one to three mile radius. Right. Well, sometimes you got to look at. You can't even look that far. Right. Depends on what 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 neighborhood you're in, depending on the neighborhood. You may be across a adjoining street that's not going to give you the same value so when it does that what happens is that you get a price wrong and then you have the price reduced now to me you can go into a listing and tell the client look i believe that your home is valued at this i believe that you should come in at this price so that way that you can drum them up competition and drumming up competition is better than going in at the overhead price that you think that you deserve because you may be able to get into a price bidding war to get it to that level anyway or you got to know where the floor is. If I can get you to the floor and that's still going to bring you home the equity that you're looking for, everything is beyond that, that floor is gravy train, right? And people won't tell their client that. Like, and let me, so let me give you an example. Cause I, I said that without giving an example. So let's say the home was valued at five. We did a CMA The home was valued at 585. If, if I can get you 570, for your home, and you still gonna come away with hundred and fifty thousand dollars in equity, even after my commission split, right? Hundred and fifty. Okay, so if I get you five eighty, you're still good because you came in over everything, 150000 hundred and fifty thousand. But if I get you that five ninety, no matter what, but we came in at five seventy and we drove in a lot of offers on this home, and it made the competition be that even though uh, mortgage applications are down, that doesn't mean that you still can't have three or four offers on the same house right because it's just that type yeah. of house and we get people bidding on it they may bid up to 590 but you're still over your 150 equity but client but but realtors may not be telling clients that they need to be worried about what the floor is not where the, the overhead can be
1: got it got it yeah and, I, and i've seen that i've seen that a handful of times it's like if, it's, if the property's priced right and it's in the right location like that thing will still just fly off the market
0: Yeah, like we had a we had an agent in our in our market the other day sell not only a one point one million dollar home but also sold another home for like six hundred thousand and she had like seven offers on the home in this type of market.
1: Yeah, yeah, like and people that's what people aren't talking about. If you can get a price right and it's like in the right neighborhood or not even in right neighborhoods in the town you want to live in, it's gonna fly off the market.
0: Yeah, you just have to. You just have to be willing to to listen, and you have to be willing to under to work together to make it what it is that it needs to be for you, and that's what it all comes down to. So, to me, let's get into the last part of this this video because we're going to close this out strong. with what's the happens at the end of this video. So let's let's do that real quick because we have a little bit more commentary left.
2: Year over year, to the lowest reading since the Realtors started this survey in in two thousand one with the exception of one month at the start of the pandemic. Now, buyers were unmoved by lower rates in November and by the drop in home prices, that didn't help either. Prices nationally in October fell for the fourth straight month. Prices were still just over 9% higher than October of last year, but that annual gain has been shrinking very quickly and is now half of what it was in June. It is likely to be a very slow January in the market, Slower than usual, especially given that inventory is still historically low and potential sellers seem to be, Melissa, shall I say, frozen.
0: So there you go, Oscar. So let's talk about home inventory affecting home prices, which affects mortgage applications. Okay. Got so, it. so with with you, I know you've seen, you know, you're on a close to deal so far, but you, you have seen where your be- basically your company's business has slowed down on mortgage applications. Which has it counterintuitively affected home prices, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right, Craig. Because um, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of weird because uh, it's a weird situation because the housing inventory is low, and then you also have the mix of you know higher interest rates, and then people are cautious of how they spend their money. So it's like uh, you know just a weird two weird scenarios going on because um, it just yeah there's it's two weird scenarios, and it's kind of like forcing everybody in the middle, which is really odd right like it's pushing it's
0: like almost playing like uh <laughs> playing like the uh the war game chess or whatever right and you're pushing everything into the middle of the board yeah. because there's nowhere else to go and i'm with you because like when you see this it's like um uh, that you don't know what is going to happen next and i think this is what has a lot of people you know holding their hand trying to figure out what is the best opportunity for them but i think as uh as we keep on going it's almost like we have to keep you know People get agitated, right? I know people do get agitated about like, yeah. Hey, do you want to buy a home? Do you want to list your home? Do you want to sell your home? Well, these things are still activities that you may need to happen, but you're so so passive about, you know, I don't know if I'm making the right decision. And this is where it comes into work with a lender, but then also work with an agent to kind of fill you in on where your market is currently at so that way you can make the right decision for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's totally right. And then uh one other thing is just like you know, you're seeing what the market's doing and then just kind of like lean into that, take advantage of what the market has to offer.
0: Right, because this could be an investor type of market right now. So if you're an investor, you're looking for a type of uh, distressed properties, this may be where you get a very good discount on a distressed property, right? And you still just need to get a loan, work with an agent and get it done. But then also it could turn into, it could, but the, we've seen how the market shifted so drastically in 2022 from a buyer's heavy market to a, to a seller's heavy market, to a somewhat even market to where now it could actually shift directly yeah. from a, a a buyer's market directly, well, from an even market to a straight up buyer's market by the summertime, if mm-hmm. we don't watch what's going on in this market. So this is why it pays to be informed with, with a real estate agent and a lender.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could, yeah, we're right there in that fine line. Like it could just go one way or it could go the, go the other way. We just, we're going to have to find out and wait what happens.
0: Yeah, so I can tell you in the Hampton Roads market, and this is what I've been telling a lot of people, and everybody look at me like I'm crazy when I said it. There's a graphic, and I'm gonna find the graphic. Maybe I'll bring it for the next uh power podcast, but there's a graphic where it shows that Hampton Roads is just as equivalent to living in San Diego right now when it comes wow. to purchasing power. Really? Really? Like the <laughs> house, the home prices may be exponential in San Diego. But they are very much the same here in Hampton Roads. And this is due to, due to the um, uh, yeah. military installations being here right now. So military installations are propping up both economies over, on, on both ends of the coast. And so and when you think about it, we're never in a situation where home prices may drastically drop to a point where you may be like, oh, I'm holding the bag. I think that you're going to be reasonably OK in this market when it comes to home prices.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are. We're definitely lucky to be in a unique situation where we live. It's just having all this, like, you know, military folk around us. So, uh, yeah, we're just extremely lucky to be, you know, part of this area.
0: Yeah. So I think um, what can we do? What can we talk about now when it comes down to interest? Rate? Do you think interest rates are what can people do if they're looking to worry about interest rates? Let's do it that way. If people are worried about interest rates, they want to know what interest rates are. They want to have make an informed decision about interest rates. What can they do? To get in touch with you so that way they can understand what they what their opportunities are when it comes to interest rates
1: yeah when it comes to interest rates you know just follow me at oscar the loan officer um you can get get in contact with me there and also the thing i want to say just don't worry about interest rates um i'll just worry about your personal finances uh figure out what you got going on in, in your life you know take a look back to see uh what's your car payment oh uh, what kind of subscriptions do i have what credit cards do i need to pay off that's the first step before you start worrying about interest rates.
0: Okay. Got you. So now we're going to get you, we're going to get them follow, following you over at IG at Oscar the Loan Officer. And then you know what? We're going to actually maybe even come over a show where we talk about. Some of the things that you need to do to prepare yourself to even talk to a loan officer. How about that?
1: Yeah, that sounds good, Craig.
0: So you know what? Let's get up out of here, Oscar. Hey, this has been the Real Estate Scoop. I hope that you guys enjoyed this conversation. We've talked a lot about interest rates today, talking about the status of the market and what we've seen with home prices actually dropping. If you like the type of content that we've been providing you, definitely follow Oscar over at Oscar the Loan Officer on Instagram. You can follow me over at Instagram as well. At I am Craig Houston, and we'll catch you in the next video. Y'all stay safe. Peace. Bye, Craig.